Hello, 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 lemurs, and welcome to Hooked on Lemming Podcast. My name is Zoe, and I'm your host. I run a rainbow loom business called Zoe's Limtique, which is actually, like, the main point of today's episode. So I'm going to be talking about the business behind rainbow loom, because obviously in, like, my other episodes, I have been talking about more, like, um, the rainbow loom stuff, you know, like, supplies, the colors, the creations, and all of that. Um, This time, I'm going to talk about Rainbow Loom from the entrepreneurial standpoint. I hope that made sense. Um, Because I actually, like, yes, Rainbow Loom is a huge hobby of mine, but I don't do it just for fun. Um, I do do it for my business because um, my dream wasn't Rainbow Loom. My dream was to be an entrepreneur and, you know, to have business. And it's really fun. And it's not always about the money. Sometimes, obviously, if there's something I'm saving up for, it's nice to, like, make something, sell it, and get some money. But it's really about the, um, like, the work you put into it and then seeing someone else smile and have something that you made and really enjoy it. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about, like, how I work with my business. Um, it occurred to me that, like, Next week is obviously my birthday. Well, when you're listening to this, next week's my birthday, so I'm so excited. Um, and I like the other than the giveaway, what I was going to talk about next week, um, I was going to talk about my business and stuff, but that's actually the point of this week's episode. So you want to sell. So yeah, it, it might overlap a little bit, but I will go into some personal business details. I do want to start because um, I guess I, I didn't really give an intro. I just kind of started right off. Um, last week's episode was really long, like 45 minutes. So thank you. If you listen to that, you are really awesome. I am so appreciative. And the newest update, I guess, like right before I film my episodes, I always look at the update of like the listeners and like how many people listen to my episodes. And right now, like... Um, Two of my episodes got 12 people listening to it. One of them got 15 and one of them got 20. And obviously um, I'm filming this few. I didn't check all of them. I just remembered like there was some of them are really high. I think the other ones were at like five, but that was because they were newer. So I am really grateful for that. I'm also grateful for I'm now in five countries. I know Canada was one of them. And I think it was like some, I don't want to get it wrong. So I'm not going to say because I don't want to get it wrong. But if you're not, um, from one of the countries that I already, like, talked about. Um, I know there's someone in Germany, Latvia, Canada, and several, like, so many people in the United States. And then there's also one more. So if you're from that other one, let me know. I'm, I just don't have it pulled up. I know, and I'm so appreciative. I just, I don't remember off the top of my head. So let's get into the episode. So for the first segment about business, I'm going to talk about bestsellers. So like items, and sorry if you hear background noises, I think someone's running the sink in my house or something. Um, There are a lot of things that sell and things that don't. Um, So obviously you want to make what you like making, what is most convenient for you, what doesn't use like too many bands, but at the same time uses enough so it's a quality product. Obviously what you're going to sell is up to you. But there are definitely things that I have seen as bestsellers. So, um, and again, I'm going to talk more about like my entire business journey next week because next week I'm going to get really personal. But when I'm just talking about fairs, I've done a bunch of fairs with my business or like craft shows slash business fairs. And um, often I, for a long time, I just sold like bracelets and stuff, which I hinted at when I kind of did my Lumi Gurumi episode as well as the bracelets. Um, I just sold like bracelets and simple stuff. Which I'm not saying bracelets can't be, like, super, like, 
fancy. I'm just saying, obviously, they're nothing like Lumi Gurumi. So I only have one fair experience with Lumi Gurumi because I did start in April 2020, which was lockdown. I was very fortunate enough last September to be able to do this outdoor social distance, mass required little um, craft show is for um, kids. It was like called the Kids Business Fair. Um, I actually did it with my business the year before pre-COVID and won. Like they gave awards. They didn't give awards this year, but when they did give awards, I actually won. So I definitely felt the want to come back and I felt safe. Obviously, I'm very like good with COVID precautions. So um, don't like anyone like shame me for anything that I did, but I was definitely very safe. Um, and I, that was my first ever fair with Lumi Groomy and it was my only one so far. Uh, I will say online sales. Um, as soon as I put Lumi Groomy up, I've had one person buy a Sum Sum a few months ago. Um, several months ago, somebody bought a seahorse. Yeah, I've had someone buy a seahorse um, assume, assume, and then, um, like a month or two ago, my aunt, who is a super, super kind customer, she bought five seahorses. Um, and obviously I gave her some discounts. So if you want to buy something like that bulk, then you will get like a whole seahorse for free. And for her, I offered free shipping. I might be able to, it really depends. Um, shipping was kind of expensive, but it was worth it because I got a sale, a big one. And also I give you tons of free stuff. So yeah, um, I made, and at the time I only had like three or four seahorses in my inventory. Cause I had, um, it was like after my fair, I was in kind of like a time when I didn't want to loom as much. So then I got really working and I showed myself that in two days I could make two seahorses. Like they don't take that long if you actually like, put your mind to it. Uh, but where was I going with this? Um, I guess I'm trying to extend because this week I am currently in the process of making a really big loom project. And honestly, I wanted to make sure I could film this podcast episode. But at the same time, I want to get back to looming. Dedicated loomer. So I'm trying, like, I didn't have that much to say. So I'm trying to, like, extend, make more for me to talk about. But I definitely think my biggest seller and, oh, back to the fair. That's what I was talking about. So at the fair, um anything Lumigurumi sold. I had bracelets on the table. I had a whole rack of them. I have very fancy like um, business like stuff, which I'm going to talk about in a next segment or one of the segments in this episode. But yeah, I had tons of like fancy displays of bracelets, earrings, coin purses. I um, actually on Amazon for like 10 bucks, I bought this thing. Um, it's like a store looking like it's the kind that people use in stores of lip balm. And it just has like 24 something like that little things of lip balm and I sell lip balm holders that are on keychains um so yeah I even had those which look really professional and stuff but really um I sold maybe like two items oh I also had charms like I had everything a little bit of everything and out of all that I sold maybe two or three of those items I sold completely I completely sold out of all of me other than I think I may have had like one or two nail polishes or like little things but like I sold my two biggest things they were both $15 a piece um other than my purse I don't go over like I started with not going over five dollars I used to sell like seahorses and zoom zooms so that cheap then I started making some really big things and I was not going to go over ten dollars but then I was like eh, you know what, I'm underselling them, you know, I still think someone will buy them for 15, which I'm not shaming uh, another business, so if you know who I'm talking about, like, don't, 
please like don't take it personally but um i look at other loomers etsy shops and there was a some there was someone who sold something that i sold for 15 dollars for 32 on theirs so i definitely think even and i think it's i totally think it's worth 32 i just would rather sell it for half of that than not sell it at all so yeah i just i already think i was underselling it by a lot so just like and to see that other people like i don't understand and these people get sales all the time that's how sad it is to not have etsy because so many loomers buy from other loomers just because they have etsy and they cannot say that that doesn't happen because i've seen it like um i've seen tons of like youtube loomers and instagram loomers they do like videos like i've seen at least four channels um so it's not like one specific person i'm talking about they just like they do a video where they buy from other people's Etsy shops, which is so supportive and so kind. I'm so glad that, you know, even if not a lot of outside people buy from Loomers, like the Loom community supports each other. And um, I've always told people like, hey, I have a business. Like, I'm not trying to beg for sales. I'm just telling people, you know, um, I'll give, I said, you know, I'll give you some free stuff if you just want to like review it for your channel or stuff. And people's people are like, no, um, you don't have Etsy. I'm buying from these people because they have Etsy. I had someone say that to me. They're just like, I don't trust it. Even though I use trustworthy, I use like Venmo and PayPal, which do offer refunds if anything went wrong. But also, you know, it's not going to go wrong. So it is really disappointing. I'm so grateful that those people that bought for me before were willing to do PayPal. Um, I don't think any, I, one person did Venmo, but I think other people do PayPal. Um, but yeah, so People will buy from you just if you have Etsy, so you can, you know, raise your prices a little bit if you want. Just make sure they're still, like, what they're worth to you. Don't charge more just because they're worth more. If you don't feel that they costed that much, like, that something cost that much to make, then it doesn't really matter. Like, you can sell it for cheaper. Um, but, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. I've just been talking, talking, talking because I didn't write any notes this week, and my voice is kind of scratchy, so sorry about that. Um, but yeah, basically Lumigurumi by far sells so much more than other stuff. At least if you have it on your table from my past fairs, when I would just sell bracelets and other stuff, um, bracelets were still not the best seller at the time. I had more keychains, charms, action figures, and coin purses. That's what sold then. Um, so obviously if you don't make Lumigurumi, your other stuff will sell. But if you make Lumigurumi, put that on your table, put it where people can see it and make that your main event because people will buy it. They think it's so cool. And there was actually other Rainbow Loom businesses at my thing. But what set me apart from them is none of them made Lumigurumi. They all stuck to bracelets, which like, I'm not saying you're not a committed loomer if you just make bracelets, but I'm just saying that made the difference. I definitely got you know more people were interested in just looking at my booth just because I had the more advanced stuff and I even had the other loomers come over and they're like oh my gosh I can't believe you made this out of rubber bands and they were inspired so I'm sure like they probably started Lumigurumi too and I just think um if you have the ability to do Lumigurumi I'm not saying it's bad if you can but if you have the ability to that is what is going to be the showstopper. That's what people are going to buy. That's what they're interested in. Um, and I always thought, you know, they would just buy whatever's cheapest. So I, you know, I, I market some of my bracelets and rings for like under a dollar, but it doesn't matter. It matters what they're looking at. So like people will buy the seahorse just because it looks better. So yeah, specifically my seahorses were the biggest sellers. Um, I think people were interested in my Tsum Tsums. I did bring like six Tsum Tsums whenever I did that fair. 
Um, I don't make like a crazy amount of Tsum Tsums and I haven't made a single one since because I know like those are like some really fun Lumigurumi projects to make, but I know it'd be really weird if I just did like one or two and I don't want to like make so many things in a set. Like seahorses are different, so I can just keep making seahorses, but like other things, I would rather make something like random. Like I feel like, I don't know, just Tsum Tsums like meant to be a set and have multiple of them. So I haven't wanted to make a bunch, but they were big sellers. So I probably will whenever it's my next fair. Um, oh, sorry about that. <clears throat> um, yeah, so definitely that. And then people did buy, I had a, um, a Looming with Cheryl elephant and a Looming with Cheryl giraffe. Those were both $15 they sold. I had um, Looming with Cheryl's little baby doll, which I sold it. I think I ended up selling it for $10, but it came with a little baby bottle. Honestly, I would probably move it up to 15 since it came with the bottle. I just, at the time, I've never sold a Migrumi before, so I wasn't really sure how much people would pay for it. But now I know, like, people will pay more for it. You know, obviously not a lot more. Nobody bought the bag, but that's also because it's not, like, the most quality. So if anybody wants to buy that bag from me, I will give you, like, a ton of free stuff. Like, I would say the total would be $30, and that counts shipping. It counts the bag, which itself is worth, like, $20 but shipping is at least ten dollars so um I and I would also give you like seahorse I'd probably give you like a hook um bag of bands like I'd give you all that just to get rid of the bag I'm not saying I hate the bag I like it it's definitely my one of my biggest accomplishments it's just that like I don't know I would really like to sell it because I didn't make it for myself I can't use it and I'm not going to use it because if I ever did then I couldn't sell it so, and it's just kind of big. So I made it so that someone could be a happy customer. I don't know. Um, so yeah, if anyone's interested, I know that's expensive, but maybe if anyone has money. Um, but yeah, so that was a long segment, but that's just basically bestsellers, Lumigurumi. That was the point of this. Um, what I would recommend you sell is Lumigurumi just because you will like, people like to see the big things, the three-dimensional things, the things with lots of detail. That is just like what people are interested in. Um, but again, this episode is about the business of it. So if you're just someone who like looms for a hobby, um, you don't need to take any of my advice. Um, I understand if you would like to like stop listening now, just because I feel like some of the stuff I'm saying is not like the best. It's not good advice at all for people who just loom for fun. Like I'm not saying stop making bracelets. Like, bracelets are really fun and easy, but they're also, you know, cool. They're not just, like, super easy. They're, they're hard, too. So, like, if you're someone who just does it for a hobby, I'm not saying just only make Lumigurumi. I'm just talking about people who actually sell, which a lot of loomers do, but a lot of loomers also don't, or, you know, they have their own techniques, and I'm not to judge them for it because most loomers who sell are way more successful than me. I mean, I guess going back and thinking about it, over, like, the last three years, I've had, like, three sales, which is not that much at all, but some people also haven't gotten any, and I do really, really well whenever I do fairs. Like, I've won awards, well, I've won an award, and I also, like, I don't think I've ever had a fair that I made less than 100 other than the very beginning I would make 50 I, I did like two back-to-back fairs one was it was in like November one of them was a fall fest and then the very next week I did one and it was a winter fest it was such a quick change of pace but I made like 50 at each of those so because they were so close together I considered that one fair but like other than that I've made 
$100, like, everything I do, which is not bad, especially, like, with how much work I put into it. I think that's really cool. So I would also recommend, obviously, with COVID, it's pretty impossible. But if this ever ends or if you ever get an opportunity to sell at a fair, don't be scared just because you're used to Etsy or online I would go for it. I definitely, it's way easier when, you know, you don't have to worry about shipping or people putting in their credit card number. They just hand you, you know, cash and you get going. I mean, I do accept Venmo at my fair. Some people don't have like cash, but for the most part, you know, um, it's way easier for someone just to hand you a $5 bill than to pay you, you know, $10 online where they'd have to give you their credit card information. Then they'd have to wait for you to ship it. Then, you know, there's things that could go wrong. It's just way, way easier when you're like in person. So that leads me to the next segment. So now I'm going to talk about what you need if you are going to be at a fair and like what can really help enhance your business. And um, like last week I did a tour. Well, like I'm, obviously I was just talking, you can actually see, but I did a little tour of my collection I'm going to kind of talk about everything that I have that's business related, like a tour again. So let's get to it. All right. So for the tour, I'm not sure if I explained last week what the setup looks like for me, but I use like some drawers. So there's two tiny drawers on top. Then there's three big drawers below. So last week I told you about everything that was in my top big drawer. That's where I keep all my looms, hooks, stitch markers, and all of that stuff. Um, but I guess I'll just explain some of the other stuff. Um, I think, so the top left is, um, you probably heard the little crinkling. This is where I keep all of my bands that are in unopened bags. Yes, ASMR, even though that is not satisfying. That's where I keep like my bags. I have four containers that have like the little squares where you keep bands and they're pretty big. So I have four of those also. I, I guess I do have a lot more bands than I think. I just don't have a lot in every color. I just have so many different colors, so many different types of bands like jelly, opaque, glow in the dark, cotton candy, or like multicolor. Like it's not as much as it seems. I also have the bands for the giveaway next week. So um, if you're wondering, um, the giveaway winner will be getting um, one bag of mixed confetti bands and a hook and a loom, um, a hook and a mini loom. It's like um, in the same packaging. None of it is opened or used. It's all brand new. And then um, I'm giving you a little hint now, which I guess you can start with this um, a week early. But what I'm doing as a special little deal for my birthday is... And I guess I'll just open it now. I'll tell you guys about it. So if you, anytime from now through the end of my birthday, which is next week, so you can't do this on March 23rd or later. You have to do it by March 22nd. If you place an order with Zoe's Lumtique, which just means like if you fill out the form, obviously if you do it like the night of my birthday and I don't get to get to it till the next day, you know, because I'm not maybe working as much, then that still counts. Um, but if you make a purchase that is $10 or more, you will get a free bag of bands and a free hook with your purchase. Um, I actually only have two hooks, so and one's for the giveaway. So only the first person who makes a purchase, if anyone wants to buy from my business in the next week, um, you can get a free bag of vans, which the first bag that is going, like the first person that makes a purchase will be getting a hook and loom, like mini loom, sorry, not a real loom, it's just a mini loom, um, and a bag of mixed pastel unopened bands, which is pretty cool. Um, 
obviously I'll open them and use them after my birthday if nobody does, but because I have them and I'm trying to do things to get sales, you get those for completely free. So if you're not good with luck in giveaways, then you um, can obviously support my business and get like a little thank you, big thank you gift. All right, so on to the actual like business stuff. So the top right drawer, I keep, um, this was probably like my most business related one. I keep a receipt book and maybe I'll try to like, make some noises with some of these things just so you can kind of hear. Okay, I don't know if you heard that, but it's like a paper effect. I have some receipts. I don't use them at business fairs. I only use them for online orders because I get them so rarely that I make such a big deal and make sure they're so perfect. They have fancy receipts with them and everything. So if you've seen my Instagram reels at Zoe's Antique on Instagram, I posted like two videos of when I package my two Zoe's Antique orders. Any other orders that I've gotten were from my old business. Next, I have a huge stack of business cards. Don't know why I have so many. Um, but yeah, it just has my little logo, which is like in cursive, Zoe Zoomtique. And then there's like this really pretty like arrows and hearts, which I like because I'm donating, I donate from like my business to charity. So it says like Zoe Zoomtique, 20% of profits, which is actually proceeds. I made a little mistake. It's not pro like I don't profit off of it. Like I don't say this cost me $5 to make, so I'm going to take $5 off and then donate 20% out of the rest of what you paid. I actually donate the entire purchase like 20%. So um, it's not profits, but it says profits, which is messed up, but it's actually proceeds, are donated to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Then I have a link to my website, my email, my Instagram, and my Facebook. So I do Facebook, but I don't often post there. I mean, I don't post on Instagram like ever, but even rarely do I post on Facebook. So I don't know why I have that, but some adults have Facebook and not Instagram, so we let them do that. I would also, that's a business tip that I'm probably going to forget, so I'm just going to say it now. If you um, have a business, you should definitely have social media. I know a lot of Loomers that don't have a business have social media. I'm just saying for sure, you know, if you want to get sales, show people about your business. You just want to put your website where they can like, or Etsy shop where they can place an order. Just easy link in bio type of situation. You need social media. So that's a big tip to getting sales. All right, next I have a bunch of scratch off cards. I guess all these like are paper related things that I've done so far. So they sound the same, but I have some scratch offs, like a ton. I have a ton of, I have like one, two, way too many to count, over 20 uh, pages of scratch off stickers. And each page has 30, quick math, six times five. Uh, yeah, so I definitely, at my last fair, I got a giant poster board and I wrote, um, I colored little circles in different colors and then covered them with these scratch offs. And then I had a little penny and anytime someone made a purchase, they would scratch it off and um, everybody was a winner. So one color meant they just got a free bracelet that, that I made. Um, I had to make a lot of free bracelets, but it was worth it. One person actually won a seahorse for completely free. Um, I had a dream catcher that I made on there and I had a Sumsum that I made so like people get free stuff so I definitely recommend that like free with a purchase items or um I actually which this is again kind of sidetracked but I actually have one of those giant spinning wheels that a lot of events have you know like where different like restaurants and stuff go and you can spin it and win like a free merch type item well I had a ton of extra things which is the next items I'm getting to without even making a purchase and don't worry I had a little spray hand sanitizer before anyone could spin my wheel I made sure their hands got sprayed um but yeah they could spin it and they could win and that really encourages people to buy from you when they see free some people will just take the free thing and walk away and you have to be prepared for that but
but that's why some people might be inspired and that's also why some it's a lot better to do free with purchase so i also did like the other free stuff with purchase and i also get that it's expensive for some people to have all this free stuff i just got very lucky to have a few things that i could do so here's the little bag this is where my free stuff is so I have a bag of a bunch of bouncy balls because there was a lot of kids at the fair that I was at. So kids love bouncy balls. I have a bunch of mini erasers. I have a ton, like probably a thousand pencils that say Zoe Zimchik on them. Actually on Oriental Training for like 10 bucks, it's not a thousand, it's probably more like a hundred or 200. You get like a big thing of pencils and there's different designs. I just have like neon colors and they say your name on it. Like you can write, so they say Zoe Zimchik. And um, I also have some bookmarks that say, like, St. Jude stuff on them. So, yeah, I definitely think, like, having merch-type items is worth it if you have business. And, yes, if you win my giveaway next week, um, I will give the winner some of my Zoe's merch. And just because I like showing it off. It's, I know that seems, like, braggy. I just think it's really cool to me that I'm able to have all this. So, definitely recommend. And the last thing in this drawer is probably hard to hear um i keep some like um one of the rainbow loom things i bought a while ago one of the sets it um came with some mini bags that say rainbow loom on them like bracelet bags so um there's like not enough at all for me to use them often i just um every time i get a purchase i will give one of the free bracelets i usually get a lot of free stuff with it but one of the bracelets that i'll give you i'll put in this bag just to make it look more professional so yeah that is Box number one or two or whatever number it is. Um, oh my gosh, this is going to be like an hour episode. Thank you if you listen. Um, so next is the drawer that I went through last week, so I'm not going to go through it again. It's just the one with my hooks and that kind of stuff, my materials. Then the next one, I have bubble wrap, a huge thing of it. I wonder if my computer even picks up on those sounds. I don't know. I'm not editing this episode because, again, I don't have the time to because I'm working on a creation, so... Unfortunately, um, if you don't hear it, it's just me saying you're going to hear it, which, again, unfortunate. And then I keep a bunch of, for Amazon, on Amazon, for like 10 bucks, I got a 100-pack of these really pretty pink mailing envelopes. So I know people use bubble mailers instead of using, you know, regular envelopes and then putting bubble wrap on your creations. I just think, you know, it's more protective. Instead of having just the envelope itself covered in bubble wrap, I'd rather just wrap my things that are more, like, um, easy to break in bubble wrap because not everything needs the bubble wrap, and it's not, like, divided evenly. I'm not saying it's bad if you use, like, regular bubble-wrapped envelopes, but personally, I'd prefer just to use bubble wrap and, like, cut it on my own. Then I have a bunch of, so I think I said this before, I love Paris, everything about it. I've never been, but I just love Paris. I have, I keep... um as a gift for the holidays or something something like that i got some little organizational paris like they have the eiffel tower on it little organizational thingies they're like cylinders that you can put stuff in with a lid on so i keep a lot of things in there i'm not going to open all of them but i know in some of them i keep like my earring cards and the little earrings because i do sell earrings if you want some go check out my website um and then i also keep my charms in here i know I don't know what all of them have, but there's like 10 of them, so they have different rainbow and stuff. But yeah, I keep my charms. Every bracelet, like single chain bracelet that I sell has a charm on it because I like adding little extra flair and I have plenty of charms from off-brand rainbow stuff. And the last drawer has um, 
pretty much every item that's not Lumigurumi in it. I know it's weird for it all to be in here, which don't worry, it's like organized. Um, but it has my bracelets that are on bracelet cards. They had these really cute little cards, which I'd also recommend. Again, um, everything that I got on Amazon was like around $10. These might have been like $11. Um, they say... Um, they're just white bracelet cards, but I wrote Zoe Zumtika on them with the heart on one side and the kind of bracelet they are on the other side. If you've watched Emmeline Zumtika's channel, um, I know she showed, like, whenever she shows you her charms and how she packages them, like how on one side it says her business name, one side it says what it is. It's like that, but they're specifically for bracelets. I guess necklaces would work too, but I don't. So yeah, I have a bunch of bracelets. I have a little purse that I made, like bigger than a coin purse, but smaller than my beach tote. And it just has a Z on it for Zoe. And then I have some masks that I made out of Rainbow Loom, which I'm probably never gonna sell. But you know, if it's still another few months and I don't sell them, I might wear them myself. Uh, I have a ton of bracelets, which I don't think I'm gonna sell bracelets at my next fair. I might bring some of my favorite along to show people like, if you want to buy bracelets from me, you can check out my website. But because they were such not a big seller, I think I'm going to focus more on the big stuff like Lumigurumi and give it more space because I had only so much space and I covered only like more than half the table was filled with non Lumigurumi. So I didn't have as much room for display. I'm probably just going to cover the whole table in Lumigurumi, but we'll cross that bridge when it comes to time to cross it. What's the saying? I don't know. Um, and I also have these two gloves that I made out of Rainbow Loom. They are huge. Um, like they fit your whole hand. They're fingerless. So there's a slot for your thumb and then your other fingers are just open at the top. But like, it's so pretty. Um, I'm selling them for $10 because they are very band heavy. They took like four bags of bands and they took a long time because I had to make them on the loom. So they're very nice. They are totally worth it. Um, they're a little tight, so I'd recommend stretching them out and being careful that it doesn't cut off your circulation, but it's not a huge worry. So yeah, um, I guess I'm just promoting my business. I feel bad because that's probably all next week's going to be because I'm sure I'll get more listeners since I'm doing a giveaway. But I don't know if you're loyal then to me, you know, that's just something that I kind of do not even intentionally so you just live with it um yeah i have some stuff from back when i worked with my brothers which i'm going to talk about next week but yeah i, I did when i was limtastic rlc i did have my brothers working with me and they made these little charms i guess you could call them but they were i i sorry to be mean to my brothers but i've said this to their face too i just they're weird and nobody really buys them so yeah, I don't sell them, but I keep them just in case, you know, maybe if someone gets like some free prizes, I give them out or something. I have some little charms. I have the little coin purses I make. I have all my earrings. I literally keep everything in here. Hopefully you can hear me. I'm kind of um, away from my computer, but yeah, that is everything. I'm going to see if I can like stretch your bracelet and if you guys would hear. Okay, no, it doesn't make any noise. Um, Oh, dang it. I wanted you guys to get like a I keep saying visual, but visual means you can see it. I meant an audio visual, like where you can hear what I'm seeing, but that does not seem to be something that can happen. So I'm sorry about that. And all right, the last thing that I'm gonna give you like a little tour of, cause this segment has turned into being 15 minutes is 
So I'm gonna pick up my computer and walk over to a closet that I have because these things are pretty big. So I had to like store them because I only use them for fairs. I have a bunch of bracelet racks and little trays that I put charms on. So bracelet racks are the best. I have two of them that are like fabric. You just put, they're like really long little like tube looking things that you just put bracelets on. And then I have two that are like spinny racks which is where I put my bracelet cards and like you know it's like you're shopping at a store it's got like pegs and then I have my big wheel oh I bet if I spin it y'all could hear it um do you hear that at all maybe maybe not I don't know if you hear that weird sound then that's my spinny wheel I just spun it but kind of in storage so I can't reach it I'm a short person so yeah um, sorry if I sound out of breath. I'm kind of walking around as I'm filming this. I'm trying to be more like last week still made me or like not last week, but a few weeks ago when I published that um, little just me talking, which um, again, you don't like have to go and listen to that. It was just something that I was putting out there because I wanted to make sure people who were asking or the people who were wondering just new, but not about that. So anyway, I felt the most comfortable for some reason talking about that, just because it wasn't like, I don't know, it wasn't a real episode. So I was just sitting down talking like, this is an actual episode. So I don't know why, but I'm not very comfortable filming them, even though obviously I'm very like open and stuff. It's not like I'm quiet or shy or anything. I just feel like I don't know. I'm not as good at recording this. So sorry if this was a really weird segment. Sorry about this entire weird podcast. But you know what? It is what it is. I mean, maybe no one's even listening at this point. So let's get on to, is there another segment? There's got to be, right? I guess in the next segment, I'm just going to talk about like some tips I have. But I think I've said all the tips along the way, so I'll just, like, restate them. Make sure you have social media. Make sure you really add flair that makes your business separate. So not a lot of people sell at fairs like I do. A lot of people sell through Etsy or through separate business, like, um, websites like me. So... Just my advice for if you sell online, make sure like you get good pictures, which I'm not a very good example because the pictures on my website probably suck. I don't know. It's been a few months since I've checked on them. Yikes. Um, but yeah, just um, make sure you like have cute pictures. Offer free stuff. I know it's really hard because like you work hard to make everything you sell. It's just hard to give away something for free. I get that. So if you can, I'll just add that few words um if you are able to then i would recommend with like any purchase or with purchases over a certain amount of money that you give away like just something small to tell your customers that you care about them you're grateful for their purchase make little cards that say like thank you like i do write every one of my customers a little note that says like thank you for everything like thank you for purchasing thank you for supporting my business thank you for supporting st jude's that's another thing that i didn't really talk about i do donate to st jude's and i i know that's really hard for a lot of people to do like i'm sure several people try to donate but you know i get it when i was with my old business i was like i felt greedy and i was just like no i can't afford to give this away i need the money myself you know i spent all this time making this i don't want to give up some of my money and i totally get that um i'm just saying you know there's it's not 
bad to give away a little bit of it because people also will buy from you because they can see they're supporting charity and they'll like give you an extra dollar or two if you're at a fair they'll like say oh you support St. Jude's here if I give you this five dollar bill can you add that to your donations you know people are likely to help you and you can even do one of those things that like restaurants and stores sometimes do where like make little heart cards and anytime someone donates they could write their name and you could like tape them to your tablecloth or something anything like that I would definitely recommend and I already said social media what more can I say um definitely like well package everything if you couldn't hear from what I was like talking about that I had I have like bracelet cards earring cards and I keep bubble wrap and fancy looking um envelopes I also um this is like with my art stuff I have like a tiny drawer where I put like paper and stuff for school because I am a distance learner so like I also I sound like I have just the most storage ever I actually don't my room is pretty tiny I just because I'm like um at home all day every day pretty much now I have like adapted to have a bunch of like shelves and stuff in my room so in one of my other shelves I keep and it's a drawer, not a shelf, sorry. I keep some make-your-own stickers, which I use anytime I get an order. I will, like, color on, like, a sticker and say, thank you. I, I sometimes put fragile if I'm selling Lumi Gurumi. It's not like I get orders all the time, so I have a ton of experience. I just make little cute stickers to really, like, make the customer feel better. So, yeah, and this was a super long episode. I guess I'm going to go into the outro because I think I've, you know, in the beginning I was talking about how I want to, like, make this episode longer. I think I've done what I needed to do. All right, on to the outro. All right, so that is it for today's episode. Um, it's over 35 minutes. Dang, pretty long. Um, thank you for listening. And I'm really excited and sad. I'm I'm excited that by the time you're listening to this, it's almost my birthday. And also, it's almost the giveaway. Um, but it's also almost the end of the podcast, which is going to be some, like, relief on me because I definitely don't have a lot of time. And I'm going to talk about a lot of things next week. Um, personal, too. I'm going to, like, share some things about what I do outside of Rainbow Loom. Definitely do a lot of activities in my life. And one of those is I do digital art. And for my birthday, I actually was able to save up a lot of money and get an iPad. Um, It's the cheapest one. Don't think I have, like, thousands of dollars like some Apple products cost. But it was, like, the $300 one. So definitely took a lot of saving up. But I'm really excited to start doing, like, art, like, besides just, like, Arts and crafts is a saying, you know, um, rain balloons on the craft side of that. So I'm excited to get to the art side. So you'll hear a little bit more about what I'm going to do in my free time and what I already do next week. So, yeah, I'm excited to have, like, more time on my hands. But I'm sad that the podcast is going to be over. But you know what? Um, I definitely had eight good, long, I would say successful episodes. And even though this is the seventh, it hasn't even come out yet. So technically I can't speak for all eight yet. But definitely that is the case. And um, I will probably resume podcasting definitely like over summer. I don't think I'm going to be done forever. So don't be sad. Like if you're someone who listens to this, like your daily dose of looming every Monday, don't be sad that I'm no longer posting weekly episodes because I might like, like try really hard and get some new stuff. For the next season of podcast, you know, I might even do an intro song. I've listened to podcasts very often, and or I 
that doesn't make sense. I listen to podcasts a lot, so a lot of them have intro songs, and I'm like, hmm, I can sing. What should I sing about? You know, Don Lumi or something like that. Um, a little jingle. So I'll probably do stuff like that. And um, I don't even like edit my episodes that much. I mean, I do go back and, you know, make like disclaimers a lot, but like I'm probably going to add sound effects and music and transitions. So I'm excited to do that. And I just have a lot of goals with this podcast. So I would like to get back to looming. Maybe you're looming while you're listening to this. Maybe you are. Send me a picture of what you're making if you are, and I will tell you that I like it. I'm not saying, like, that. I feel like that sounded mean. Like, I'll just tell you even if I don't think it's good. I think it's good because if you make it, then I didn't make it, and that means it's good because my creations aren't that good, but anyone else's are. So um, it's good just because I didn't make it because – Obviously, if you're listening to this, you're better than me at looming. So, yeah, um, thank you for listening, and have a loomtastic day. Bye. All right, so that is it for today's episode. Um, it's over 35 minutes. Dang, pretty long. Um, thank you for listening, and I'm really excited and sad. I'm, I'm excited that by the time you're listening to this, it's almost my birthday. And also, it's almost the giveaway. Um, but it's also almost the end of the podcast, which is going to be some, like, relief on me because I definitely don't have a lot of time. And I'm going to talk about a lot of things next week. Um, personal, too. I'm going to, like, share some things about what I do outside of Rainbow Loom. Definitely do a lot of activities in my life. And one of those is I do digital art. And for my birthday, I actually was able to save up a lot of money and get an iPad. Um, it's the cheapest one. Don't think I have, like, thousands of dollars like some Apple products cost. But it was, like, the $300 one. So definitely took a lot of saving up. But I'm really excited to start doing, like, art, like, besides just, like, Arts and crafts is a saying, you know, um, rain balloons on the craft side of that. So I'm excited to get to the art side. So you'll hear a little bit more about what I'm going to do in my free time and what I already do next week. So, yeah, I'm excited to have, like, more time on my hands. But I'm sad that the podcast is going to be over. But you know what? Um, I definitely had eight good, long, I would say successful episodes. And even though this is the seventh, it hasn't even come out yet. So technically I can't speak for all eight yet. But definitely that is the case, and um, I will probably resume podcasting definitely, like, over summer. I don't think I'm going to be done forever, so don't be sad. Like, if you're someone who listens to this, like, your daily dose of looming every Monday, don't be sad that I'm no longer posting weekly episodes because I might, like, like, try really hard and get some new stuff for the next season of podcast, you know, I might even do an intro song. I've listened to podcasts very often and, or I, that doesn't make sense. I listen to podcasts a lot. So a lot of them have intro songs and I'm like, hmm, I can sing. What should I sing about? You know, or something like that. Um, A little jingle. So I'll probably do stuff like that. And, um, I don't even, like, edit my episodes that much. I mean, I do go back and, you know, make, like, disclaimers a lot. But, like, I'm probably going to add sound effects and music and transitions. So I'm excited to do that. And I just have a lot of goals with this podcast. So I would like to get back to looming. Maybe you're looming while you're listening to this. Maybe you are. Send me a picture of what you're making if you are, and I will tell you that I like it. I'm not saying, like, that – I feel like that sounded mean. Like, I'll just tell you even if I don't think it's good. 
I think it's good because if you make it, then I didn't make it. And that means it's good because my creations aren't that good, but anyone else's are. So um, it's good just because I didn't make it. Because obviously, if you're listening to this, you're better than me at looming. So yeah, um, thank you for listening and have a loomtastic day. Bye.